RiskWatch is a due diligence and compliance podcast featuring interviews with leading compliance, investigations, and research professionals to shed light on global corruption and compliance-related issues. RiskWatch is brought to you by VCheck Global, a business-to-business provider of due diligence, background checks, employment screening, document retrieval, and specialized research of both business entities and individuals. Seth Harlan of VCheck Global here, joined by Rudy Smithland, partner Morrison and Forrester, LLP. Rudy is co-chair of the firm's Investigations and White Collar Criminal Defense Group and co-chair of the firm's Latin America Desk. She's a speaker at the 38th International Conference on the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. Rudy, thanks for joining us. What are you looking forward to most of the conference? Thanks so much for having me. I, I would say really two things. The first one is really from a substantive perspective. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing from the government panelists, uh, particularly given the number of personnel changes that there have been, obviously, since the new administration uh, coming in, uh, people like Lisa Monaco. So I, I'm really looking forward to hearing from them um, regarding both you know, where the enforcement priorities are and what the focus is. I would say on the non-substantive perspective, I'm really looking forward to seeing people in person. I think um, you miss the the random spontaneous interactions you have in the hallway and the breakout rooms. And so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing people in person. Just looking back on the past year and a half of the pandemic, what pandemic-related compliance issues surprised you? I'm I'm not sure I would say the word surprised prize is really the, the the right one for it. But I think that one of the things that has come out, uh, at least in my practice in the last year, is the continual ingenuity of the ability to disguise uh, and find new ways of making inappropriate payments. I think, you know, companies have gotten very sophisticated about monitoring for inappropriate um, things like expenses through travel and entertainment. And when travel and entertainment stopped, Clearly, that wasn't going to be a way that you could funnel uh, potential inappropriate conduct. And so I think what we're finding now is looking at auditing of different areas within a company and trying to figure out where where payments are hidden, where money is hidden. I, I, I think that that really the pandemic has changed them quite a bit. In the legal industry, what's the prevailing attitude towards the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act and other globally relevant anti-bribery and anti-corruption statutes? So I would say, you know, the FCPA, even though it's now been around for 40 years, it's still a fairly recent trend of enforcement of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. And I would say that even until the the last decade or so, um, the FCPA really dominated anti-corruption enforcement landscape. And what we've seen, you know, starting in 2010 and like with the UK Bribery Act and the number of signatory countries to the OECD Anti-Bribery Convention is really a lot more standardization as countries uh, move closer together on enforcement of anti-bribery laws and uh, corruption uh, fights. And so I think what we're seeing is an increased global standardization of the expectations across uh, different countries. And finally, touching on environmental, social, and corporate governance or ESG compliance in the United States and Latin America, what are your predictions for 2022? So I think companies are going to continue to be very focused and committed to ESG initiatives and compliance. I think it's very difficult, even from a PR perspective, uh, to walk back 
any of the of the advancements that have been made in ESG. Um, and I think where we're going to see in 2020 is really going to be how are companies implementing an ESG compliance program? It's one thing to talk about it. It's another to actually put it into practice within your company. And I think one aspect that I'm curious to see how it will play out is, you know, how are companies going to mitigate the growing risks around ESG, including in the in the area, for example, disclosure or ensuring that um, companies are appropriately evaluating and monitoring their compliance with ESG. And where I think we're, we're going to see the greatest change is going to be coming from enforcement, right? So I think companies have the goodwill to do things correctly, but are they going to be forced to do it in a way, depending on how regulators, including, for example, the SEC, start enforcing ESG initiatives? Rudy, thank you for your insights, for joining Risk Watch, and enjoy the conference. Thank you so much for having me.